0: Hello everybody and welcome in to the CJ Sports Podcast. I am your host, Charlie Walker, joined today by one of British basketball's most exciting talents. It's the high-flying front man from the Derby Trailblazers, Mr. Malcolm Smith. Malcolm, how are you doing today, man?
1: Yeah, I'm doing good. I appreciate you having me on. I uh, appreciate that intro as well. I'll take it. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, you should <laughs> take it, man. You're in the news. You're in the news at the moment. You've got a big week <laughs> coming up, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, got a, um, well, it's been a big few weeks, really. Uh, just the past couple of weeks, having some big games here and there, uh, winning some, losing some, but you know, it's just a journey, kind of enjoying it. So uh, hopefully we can get back on the winning track. But yeah, man, uh, been some big games lately. we enjoying it. So.
0: Well, yeah, let's catch people up who've been living under a rock for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> The the biggest game that comes to mind is that huge upset. Um, BBL Trophy, your second big upset in two years in the trophy, right? So last season you beat the Scorchers. This season, the Plymouth City Patriots. I mean, how, how is that game feeling for you?
1: Right. I mean, uh, we had two years up and then two, two wins. So, uh, I mean, it's been good. I mean, I can't say that uh, it's how we expected it to go, but we had belief, like, each time we went into the, to the BBL trophy, I mean, we've gotten some good draws as well, you know, can't overlook that, but you can only play who's in front of you. So, uh, you know, we've always like had confidence, just the players on our team, that's how we are. We're not really like showy and stuff like that, but we have like a quiet confidence about us. I feel like even Matt and, you know, people like Raheem Jonas, people, you know, Ryan, myself, you know, Charlie, you know, everybody, you know, Jace, um, we just got a lot of experience on our team. Um, So when we go into games like that, I just feel like nobody's really, you know, nothing changes. It's kind of like just the same game and um, both games we've been able to go in and and, and win the game, pull off the upset, you know, we've probably played the best game of the season, you know, in those type of games. But I do feel like uh, the, the better competition we play, like the better we play as a team and stuff like that. So, it's always good going into them games knowing we kind of have that going for us. Uh, and that's kind of probably what's helped us get over the hump. But, yeah, man, uh, it's been great. Like, just the the, the feeling after those kind of wins is unmatched, uh, and um, probably had some carryover into, like, the last two weeks just as far as just, uh, you know, after going so high and then having to, you know, come down a little bit, uh, kind of maybe bled over into our play a little bit. But at the same time, I mean, it's just um, it's just been fun, so.
0: You want to get back to, to winning, <laughs> and what's crazy about both those upsets as well is that last year you had 36, this year you had 36. <laughs> I look like you knew that as well. <laughs> do you go into those games going, All right, I've got to go off today, or do you yeah. know, does, does it just happen? I mean, yeah, I, I like I, I know because just my role on the team
1: is like I, I do have to score, I do have to be aggressive, like it don't, it never you know, it rarely turns up as 36 points. You know, I've I've had a good year so far, but I just know my my role on the team is just to be aggressive and kind of look to score and also like help, you know, me being aggressive opens up a lot of other people scoring opportunities and things like that. But I can't say I go into the game like I have to kill, but I do feel like I have to go in like maybe a bit more aggressive uh, and maybe kind of just look for my shot maybe a bit more. But uh, you know, it's just usually it's usually the same mindset going in every game. But yeah, man, I just I just go in and play hard. And I I can't like I've heard it a lot over the past couple of weeks. Just you had thirty six in both games. Is that something you plan this and that? But nah, it's just it just happened that way. So
0: I am gonna throw things back a little now. Um, let's go all the way back to Lipscomb University. Your first wow. year. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. yeah, we're going all the way back. And uh, just to get you, to know you a little better, um, the first year of Lipscomb, you did a Q and A. And it's on the website, and they asked right. you a bunch of questions <laughs> about about you personally. I want to see whether you know what your answers were back then, or what your answers would be now. Is that cool? Wow! All right, yeah, for sure, for sure, let's do it. Okay, so <clears throat> first question was: What's something interesting about you that a lot of people probably don't know? Let's go back to freshman um, Malcolm Smith. Freshman
1: oh, okay. I think I do. Remember. Was it Harry Potter? Was I talking about? Harry <laughs> you Potter? were talking
0: a lot about Harry Potter back yeah, in back yeah. in college. <laughs>
1: Yeah, man! Wow, back in those days, yeah, I, I, I mean, I still do. I, it's been a while since uh, a couple of my roommates are actually rereading the books now. Um, but back in those times, yeah, man, I love, I love watching like Harry Potter reading the books, all that. You know, I had hoodies, uh, little fake wands, things like that. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed it back then. That's funny. That's funny. But yeah, I definitely remember. During that, did the game that's period. come out. Oh yeah, I saw that, but you can't download it at the at the time. Right
0: now, I think if you had you early access. Oh yeah, but, no, no, it should be out now. You gotta get really, on that,
1: really. man. Yeah, yeah, I do for sure. I I just gave up. I seen I was watching some of the gameplay, and uh, you couldn't download it, so I just was like, oh well. Let me, <laughs> let me stop out okay. there. I gotta
0: go check on that now. My last right, question was: uh, Who do you look up to most, and why?
1: Back then, um, probably it had to be either my dad or my granddad. Yeah, it was both of them. I was both of them. Okay, well, dang, uh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> both of them really—they just showed me how to just to work hard, man, and uh, how you can really go get anything you want. Uh, just like, yeah, I mean, like even me being in England was my seventh year, sixth year. No idea I'd be in Derby or you know anything like that uh, for seven years. So yeah, it was them too for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. You hold you hold the same the same feelings now that you you did all the way back then. Yeah. You said exactly the same thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. the, what yeah. do you want to do after college was one question as well, which I think you know it might be an interesting one to go back to. Right, what did I want to do after college? Well,
1: probably, uh, probably play or so. Uh, I would say maybe play, but back then, what was I thinking? Um, probably wanted to be like a pharmacist or something like that, or maybe like a, yeah, I would say if, or maybe a social worker pharmacist or social i know i was studying but like trying to study both of those things back then but uh dang i don't know i don't know what was that what was it you that?
0: know i find you said you want to be around your family and start working
1: oh right okay <laughs> yeah yeah I understand. I I'm, I'm far away from my family right now so that didn't really work out <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I too, but, uh, I oh, yeah changes so, a
0: lot.
1: yeah yeah so that's crazy man that's crazy i just I was uh that was interesting man
0: that was interesting now the that. the last one was what's your favorite place to eat in Nashville? In Nashville. Was it copper kettle? It was hibachi buffet and grill.
1: Yeah, but, oh yeah.
0: It <laughs> <laughs> was not a good place.
1: Oh my god, yes. Man, we used to eat there at the time. It was uh it started weighing on you after a while, though it was a Chinese buffet. Like we would go twice a week. You know, back in the college days, we ain't had we ain't really had money like that, so we would go twice a week, uh, after practice, and uh, we'd just load up. But you know all the, all that MSG or whatever they call it, uh, and just you know all the noodles and all that just piling on. After a while, it slow you down. So we slowed down a bit, but we definitely used to go there all the time, man. That's that's funny. They closed it down. It's not even there no more. So it's uh, <laughs> because you stopped going. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We probably, probably top on, <laughs> So yeah, that's funny. But yeah. You got if a favorite was, place in Derby? In Derby, <clears throat> I've been ordering from this place because uh, I tend to just cook here at the house now. And there's this place here called Grozilla, just a kebab place, but it's more uh, it's it's more um, I don't even know. It's it's a it's a bit more. Up, it's not upscale, but it, you know, it's a kebab place, but it's it's a little nice, it's a little nicer. So they place nice kebabs, wraps, stuff like that. But Grozilla probably in Derby. I know what you're talking about.
0: I'm a student in Derby, bro. Of course, I know. <laughs> Oh, right, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just see you in Leicester all the time. I, I just feel like you, you spend most, a lot of time up there.
0: But... Yeah, man, I'm back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Constant. So, well, yeah. you said you said in an interview, sorry, man, uh, you said an interview back in, uh, I think you were in Northumbria at the time, and you said that you surprised a lot of people by going to Lipscomb. Why do you think that is?
1: Uh, that I surprised a lot of people going to Lipscomb? Well, just because, um, well, see, Lipscomb's like a, a I have a, me and my brother were like, we got recruited by most of the schools uh the D1 schools in middle tennessee um like the low major D1s um didn't really get any high major looks or anything like that but we had a lot of mid major looks and we had, there's one in our hometown uh austin p state university uh you know they're a pretty good team and stuff but most of the people that tend to you know get an opportunity to stay home and uh go to college there they they tend to go or they go to like middle tennessee or something me and my brother went to this small d1 that was like a private christian school um that i mean it just kind of was just it was it wasn't the norm there wasn't a lot of people uh going there but we had like the year before um there was a guy that went there in our uh in our city and then there's two other guys from our city that was we had a like our city had a real good basketball year that year so a lot of the people we just we played on the same AU team, and we just said, you know, let's go to Lipscomb, and we probably had like the highest uh, recruiting class they had in a while, and everything. It was just, it was just shocking to a lot of people, just because the school was a small Christian school. They don't get a lot of basketball recruits and things like that. So um, it worked out all right, though. I mean, it was a uh, up and down experience, but you know, I got to play a lot, and that's kind of what you want when you. Um, when you, go into, when you go into college, like you just, you want to play, you want to win, of course, you know what I mean? But a lot of people end up going D1 and sit, sitting on the bench, you know, the whole time and whatnot. But, you know, it was a fun experience. I got to play right away, uh, me and my brother did, so it
0: was fun. So you talk about your brother and you've, you've talked about him a lot in the past. It's your, your twin brother, Martin. Yeah. You went on to play yeah. in Spain yeah, as well. Man. I saw they called them, you played obviously high school at Clarksville and they called it the, the Smith brother era. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah oh wow see you done some research i see man you did, looked up some stuff but uh yeah yeah i mean my twin bro like we we've been playing together we played on the same team i mean up until we became professionals we was on the same team since we was like seventh grade um we got better together um like we played totally different but we both kind of improved like at the same time just going from seventh grade all the way up to now i mean uh, it's been something that we just you know done together it's like kind of what we bond over and stuff, but other things of course but it's just like you know i got two other brothers we all play sports you know it's like we all just really close um but yeah my twin i mean it's it's been a blessing i mean it's the craziest thing i you know got my same you know we twins you know playing the same sport and just kind of sharing the same interests and stuff it was it was nice to have somebody there that can you can work out with talk talk to after games go through th- go through things with you know it was um Instagram still, still even now, like I, I call him after games, you know, you know, like last week or, you know, whenever. And, um, you know, it's just, it's great. You know, it's just, it's a great experience, great thing to have. I'm blessed that, uh, you know, I got a twin that, and that plays too. And kind of, we kind of go through the same things and he's still playing. So it's crazy, man. It's crazy.
0: Can we come <laughs> to you guys sharing the court in the future?
1: Man, man, I, I hope so. I mean, shoot, we, we talk about it. Uh, here and there i mean i I'm sure it's he's he's a bit more stubborn than I am, I feel like, but we both can be stubborn, so I feel like uh we've definitely talked about it and it's it's almost happened i feel like it's it's definitely almost happened but um uh, you know we'll see the door definitely still open i mean he's he's still over there playing he's got his uh his residency over there he's been been living over there so long, so maybe he'll be willing to you know come over to the u k or something get some of these- this cloudy weather uh you know before uh before we got to hang it up, so we'll see though. Yeah, it'd be fun.
0: So you uh you you left the university before you finished uh, your senior year, um, and went over to Northumbria, right? I mean, what what went into that decision to to come over to Northumbria instead of finishing out your senior year?
1: Right, right. Well, actually, I did finish my senior year. I graduated um, okay. with my degree and everything. Yeah, but it's just I I did leave the team. That was just a um. I mean that was there was a lot that went into that, but it was it was maybe what two games left, um, and things. But you know after that, I kind of just I went on this tour with USA Select, and I ended up getting seen by Mark Mark Stoodle, who's I mean one of my good friends now. I mean I I still talk to him, and um, he he does a lot for me just as far as like just just picking his brain about like different games, what he sees and stuff like that. And just, you know, just he just makes sure I'm doing good and stuff over here. He's a genuine guy, cool guy, but he's the guy that gave me my, you know, my first opportunity over here. Uh, And believe it or not, it's because, you know, I took a charge, you know, this is crazy that things, small things like that can can lead to a seven year career. And I mean, six, seven year career, but yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely how, how it went into. I just was looking to play again. It's like, after you you know, finish D one basketball, it's like you either go to the NBA, which is hard enough in itself, you know what I mean, or you go to another league, whether it's Spain, which my brother did, um, you know, the Netherlands, wherever France, wherever you can go really, you can find a good deal. And I ended up landing over here. Uh went to Northumbria, yeah. And it's been good. It's been good to me ever since. You know, I've been able to progress like just my career each year, like as far as just uh, you know, earnings and even just being in better position, you know, just, you know, being playing in things like the trophy or the final or, you know, just being able to keep building and stuff like that. But that's really how I got over here was was because of that that USA Select tour. Let's talk about Where, USA
0: Select quickly because I mean they come to they come to the Leicester Riders every preseason and, and yeah. show off their guys and it looks like they do so yeah. many great things for so many yeah. so many young athletes. I mean let's talk about um you know what, what they did for you and what they do for so many others.
1: Right. I mean, they do a great job, man. Like I said, it's just about the opportunity. Uh, it can scare a lot of people off because, you know, it is kind of late in the signing period when people come over and, you know, like we're playing teams whose whose rosters are pretty much set. They're just trying to get a look at their roster and things like that. But the thing is, you never know uh, the situation a team is in or like uh, what can happen during the season. You know, knock on wood, but injuries happen all the time, you know. People uh, get homesick, they leave, go back. But, anyways, yeah, they, they just do a great job of just putting you in front of people, letting you play. You know, like we played maybe all the BBL team, not all of them, but I mean, you know, I remember playing the Newcastle Eagles when they had, you know, Fletch, uh, uh, Fab it's was still, still there, Gary. <laughs> still that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Eagles, yeah. I mean, and, and, and you know, they just had every, you know, they had a good team, like they just put us out there, let us play against and we played well. A lot of people got looks off that we played, um, Leicester Riders with Drew Sullivan and like, you know, just good teams. We was playing against good teams, and then we went over to Kongsburg and they, you know, they give you a hotel, like it's you just playing, you gotta take care of your body. Like it's really up to you. They put the ball in your hands, really, and just be like, you know, this is the opportunity we got. You go out there, show what you can do. You know, maybe the their teams are set, but at least we're giving you the opportunity and I think that's that's you know, that's a great thing they're doing. Like I can't thank them enough even just for, you know, letting me come on the trip, selecting me, whatever, uh, you know, and it's really not it's not an expensive thing. You know, some people really don't like I was one of the lucky few who didn't have to pay anything, but if your resume is, you know, nice enough, they'll, you know, probably pay for you to go on the trip. But if if you're you know, just looking for opportunity, you probably have to pay for the camp or whatever, but they do a good job of like, you know, you're going to get what you, you know, you're getting what you pay for and things like that. Like, you, they don't lie to you. It's straight up like you're just going to play in these games. We're doing all this and you can do what you want with it. You know, you put yourself out there for display. And if they like you, they like you. If not, you know, we try it. So, and I appreciate that just the honesty too. So it was a good experience for me. It worked out.
0: Yeah, man, they're giving so many people an opportunity. It's really really great to see. I love it. I love it when really? I see those new guys coming over there. Because you can tell. You can tell they've come all this way and they're there to show yeah. out and do everything they can. It's great. Yeah. It's so great. you come to uh you come to Team TF- Team Northumbria and yeah. let's have a look at your first season uh, your first season with Team Northumbria. Where is it? So we go uh MBL MVP and National Cup MVP in your first season. It's not bad, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah.
1: Nah, it wasn't bad. I like I said, uh, I was not expecting that at all. Uh, when I first came over, I mean, I, I didn't even start. I didn't even start till maybe halfway uh, through the season. Maybe it took a while for me to crack the, the starting lineup, but I was playing well though. Like, so I that didn't really matter to me. And Like I was saying earlier, Mark is like, uh, you know, he's just a fair guy. Like, I mean, a guy's not just gonna come in and like just start, but if you earn your, earn your position, you know, he'll, he'll give it to you. And that's basically what I did. I just tried to be consistent, earn my time. And then I eventually started starting. We was winning games. So it didn't even matter to me starting or not starting. Um, I was impacting the winning and like, we had a, we had a, we had a great team. I mean, Blaine Freckleton, Lewis champion, Tao, Simon Store. you know, um, you know, just everybody. I mean, we just had a, we had a deep team, um, you know, and uh, that was just a good year. You know, we just played well. I, Like I said, I had no idea what the situation was. Like, I didn't realize they had been fighting for, you know, a title for maybe the past three years or something. And then just, you know, it was working their way up. They had just been promoted and things like that. But it was when we won the league. I mean, I remember we was at Westminster maybe. And we won the league on the road. I mean, just the feeling after the game was crazy. I mean, just – even coming back home to, you know, we in Sports Central, we, you know, back in them days, we, we had a couple of loyal fans, but nothing like Derby or nothing like that, where you got like a full stands full of fans and stuff. We had like student fans, you know, Mark's family, Simon's, family, you know, people's families and stuff. Um, they was there. And that was my first taste of like really winning the league or winning anything over here. And it was, you know, it was fun. It's something I'm chasing still, you know, still chasing. And hopefully, before it's all said and done, I, you know, I can get get another one of those or get something new, like maybe playoff title or something like that. But, we, you know, we're we still working. We're still working. In, um. But, yeah, that was a fun time for sure.
0: I mean, I, I, it's a huge decision that I think gets downplayed. There's American guys coming over here. You're away from your families. It's a huge culture change. Was that a big reaffirmation for you to know, you know, what, I'm doing the right thing here. I've made the right decision for my career.
1: Man, definitely. It definitely helps, man, because <clears> – <throat> A lot of people don't realize, you know, the, that, that struggle, like you said, like you just m- moving away from everything. Like you making some money. It's not like you getting rich over here, you know? Um, but, but, you know, you making some money, but you gotta, uh, you know, just navigate, even just navigating things by yourself. You know, you really just no support system. Um, and it gets lonely things like that. You know, you, you love the game and it's, you, can, you don't really get much court time. I know people over here talk about the badminton and stuff, uh, and all that you know, people taking up the court and all that, but uh, you know the struggles like that. I mean, you can still get on the court and stuff, but it's it's a lot harder than it would be if you were back home and stuff. You know, it really tests your love for the game and things like that. But but um, it makes it worth it when we got a good team, people that are nice, you know, people that got good hearts and stuff like that. Uh, and you got the you know management got good hearts, good like that's why I'm I'm, I'm been in Darby so long. I feel like they just make it a uh, and make it easy, you know, you don't want to be in a situation where you, you really are by yourself, including when you're with your team and stuff like that. You don't feel like you, you, you're linked to anything and stuff, but I don't have that problem here. And uh, w- when you win winning stuff as well, like, makes the effort work. When, it's, when you're able to put that work in and stuff and put in extra time outside, like practice time and things like that, you know, it helps out a lot. Um, and then winning, of course, you know, seeing – how that makes everybody feel, even people back home that that miss you and stuff like that. It makes it a lot better. So um I'm thankfully each year I've had something to kinda hold on to. You know, even last year we we kind of fizzled out in the playoffs. That so was a tough loss. But, you know, when you look back on it, it's like, oh well, we won the uh the trophy, you know, that's something to hold on to. You know, you always wanna be able to pick up something during the season that can kind of just something you can hold on to um but because you know as competitors you just you want to win the whole thing you want to win everything but it don't always work out that way you want to have something that you can look back on and be like well you know it was worth it uh, and i've been able to do that you know these past couple of years so um uh, but yeah it definitely it definitely makes it worth it man it definitely does so
0: I spoke to uh, to Darian Nelson Henry uh, uh, about this at at length, really, about when he first um, moved over to Europe. He went to a farm in town in Poland. Nobody spoke English. His coach didn't speak English. Everybody there was, you know, a a dad, and he was twenty three. Yeah. Or something like that, and he said that he almost quit. He said it almost did him in before he yeah. moved to Austria. That that would have been it. do you think if you went to a a different circumstance, you know, you could have made another decision quite easily that maybe you know you wouldn't have pursued the basketball?
1: Wow, wow, I mean, that's a great question because I mean, uh, I definitely feel like I was lucky in the fact that I came to an English, you know, English speaking country like, uh people here go love going to the pub I mean you just walk you, you you walk out somebody's somebody's already at it you know drinking a Guinness or something I'm not saying I, I you know I drink a lot but it's just you know if you wanted to relax or something like that it's, it's not hard to find a place just to sit down and like connect to the wi-fi put on some ESPN or something you know some com- some some comforting things but like my brothers in Spain like he he speaks Spanish pretty much fluently now. It's like, man, I think I'm like, wow. You know, if I was in that situation, that it might not have turned out that way for me. I might not be speaking fluent Spanish. I might still be struggling a little bit. But just to see the lengths that different people have to go to to make themselves comfortable. And, um, you know, I got a chance to speak to Darren a little. I don't know him that well, but I, I saw him a little bit. He's a nice guy, um, and he was talking about that as well. And it's, it's crazy because I've heard so many. I've had friends that went to Lebanon, you know, and I'm not sure. My like, personally, if I even would get on that flight, because it's like you know, I mean, I love, I love and I love it. Uh, but some people, you know, they they'll go to Lebanon to play, you know, where bombs are going off and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I, I definitely got lucky coming coming over here to England and um, finding the situation that I did. You know, uh, I think things line up how they're supposed to be because because this is definitely one of the better situations I felt I found myself in. You know, to like you said when you know, another direction, but this, this has worked out perfectly. And I see how different people struggle, even in places as nice as Spain, you know, they struggle speaking the language, talking to people, you know, just different things like that. But uh, yeah, it's been good, man. It's been good being able to come over here. It's definitely, uh, I would like to think if I went somewhere else, I'd be tough enough to stick it out, but I'm just glad I didn't have, I didn't have to, you know, find out that way. So, you know, being over here has the struggles, but I'm sure it's uh, a lot easier than being in like Poland or Spain or something like that, like you were saying
0: yeah and it's not even anything against the leagues you know there's there's great leagues everywhere in europe but here you are as as close to home as as you could possibly right. be not just geographically but so culturally you know you're exactly almost there, right?
1: exactly no i 100 percent agree culturally like you said like people yeah. understanding where you're coming from and like even with my like you know your accent and stuff people can decipher through it you know kind of just like no, oh, he's from America. Da da da. This and that. You know, they kind of, and they kind of get like cultural references and things like that. It's just a lot easier. It's a lot easier. So I
0: definitely agree with you there. So team Northumbria disbanded,
1: right? Oh yes, yes, it did. It did. It disbanded. Jeez. Um, so we, I was there 2016, 2017, 2017, 2018. After the twenty eighteen season, yeah, they, um, yeah, they disbanded because of the funding, and that's a fishy situation in itself, but. And again, like I was saying, Mark, uh, a great guy, man. He he was he was pushing me to leave after my first year, uh, and I told him like I would, you know, I I would like to come back. You know, the guy. It was just a, like I had so much fun at Northumbria playing, like basketball-wise, like bucks and everything. Like just the whole experience was so fun. I was, you know, I was telling Mark like I'd rather come back, uh, and he allowed me to come back, and you know, it was great. Uh, and then after the second year, he was telling me like, yeah, if you, well, he told me after the first year, if you come back for a second year, you've you got to leave after the second, just cause, uh, he felt like I was, I deserved more, I guess. Um, which I appreciate Mark. I mean, like I said, he's, he's one of the best people I've met over here. Um, <clears throat> just genuine and things like that. But, uh, so I was already looking at leaving before that information kind of hit, uh, so it was kind of shocking when I seen it, but, you know, thank thankfully I was already, I think I had already committed to Darby, honestly, but that was a, uh, that's a very, that was a very uh, interesting situation, sticky situation. I mean, I still don't understand what fully happened. I don't think anybody involved, not just basketball, but, you know, netballers uh footballers you know volleyballers i think nobody really got a clear explanation on what happened besides the the article that came out talking about just funds were being misappropriated and things like that so it'll be interesting to find out what actually happened there but um yeah it got disbanded i think a lot of people got the short end of the stick there but um i'm glad to see most of the people i know kind of landed on their feet after that situation but um yeah it was a they they disbanded that was a, a bit of a rough situation so
0: and I know you said you were you were, you know, halfway out the door already. Um but it still must have hurt, right? The people you care oh. about within the organization and it's the place that took yeah. you in. Exactly.
1: Exactly. I mean that it, it, it definitely it stung. I mean and then seeing the people that kinda of got the short end of the stick, I'm glad they landed on their feet, you know, in some way. But man, like you said there was coaches there that, that did not that didn't get to uh, get a clear explanation and had to, you know, scramble to figure out what was going on. Um, we done a lot there. You know, we built that program up, I feel like, from, uh, you know, Mark spent all that time, you know, breaking film down, you know, just uh, recruiting people, Uh, you know, Blaine, Lewis, Simon, you know, myself, you know, Sam Ireland, you know, just, I mean, just everybody. I wish I could name everybody, but it was, it was just tough. You know, Danny, you know. James Benton, Tommy D, you know, shoot, every, everybody, man, like, uh, Troy Ball, you know, all my guys, man, they, it, it was tough, you know, it was tough for just to see it end so abruptly because people in management couldn't, uh, from what I've heard, just couldn't, couldn't spend the money, couldn't manage, couldn't manage, you know, just couldn't manage correctly, you know, that, that was sad to see, but, um, and just to see, the, you know, I, I hopefully the history, I think the history is still there, but we've we done a lot there as far as Bucks championships, you know, for the first time, um, you know, league championships in D1 for the first time, you know, it's just, you just don't want to see that history go anywhere. And then we want to see him get back to that level, but I'm not even sure how the structure is, if they even have a, the room for a D1 team again, or if they even have compete in Bucks Premier League or anything like that, but. Uh, yeah, it was it was tough, man. It still, I mean, it still is when you think about it. It's like I I got on some Northumbria shorts now, and I'm like, man, they're not even mm. they not even there no more. But yeah, yeah, it was tough. <clears throat>
0: So then you choose you choose Derby. A, you're right, it's a very similar situation in terms of the, the feel of the organization. Yeah. Obviously, a little more sound financially. And yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. you can't say if they folded next year, that will be a shock, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so let's fast forward to the last time we spoke in person, right? Right after your L. Lynch Trophy final. Yes, sir. And yes, you sir. say 36 points in these recent big games, you had 30 and 18. The first time I okay, see. You.
1: Okay, that was, okay, yeah, yeah. Can I read you a good. quote
0: from what you said after the game to me? And sure right. Right. Sure, i sure you. I said you had eighteen rebounds. You said, <laughs> Coach came to me and said eighteen. I think he kind of thought that was BS.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: How's that feeling, man? <laughs> when you're just dominating inside.
1: Man, I mean, I, I mean, it was. Uh... Like I said, I was just playing hard, man. In them type of games, you just try to exhaust yourself it's a you know you get one go at it you know even in the um you know the cup game this year it didn't go our way but you know and just in games like that I just try to exhaust myself just you know just try to uh not to say you don't in other games but it's more of a concerted effort but yeah I was just I was just going and going and like uh coach was like said said like the 18 rebounds he that he was unsure but yeah I'll take them you know we was just going to the glass trying to get them all. so uh, he said he wanted me to get on the glass before the game. I remember that clearly, and then I went in, and at the end of the game, they said, "All hey, right, bet. <laughs> yeah." I was like, "Yeah, bet, bet." But it was uh, yeah, nah, nah. So I mean, we got it done. I mean, it was a um, it was a good game. I mean, that's that's kind of I feel like that's a pivotal game as far as just the culture of the club. Like we just we want to be in them type of games. We want to be in the even if even if you don't win or look, you want to win them, of course, but. You just want to be in a situation where you can win a championship, and I feel like ever since then, we've uh even before then, but that's just our mentality. Even this year, that's all we've been thinking. I mean, they they all haven't gone our way, but we've already played, and you know we've been in the you know the trophy final. I mean, was that yeah the cup final? Is that right? Yeah, cup final, and then we've played in these BBL games. Like we just want to be in there, we want to be in a situation, be in that environment. We want to be able to get to it. Like just give ourselves a chance, roll the balls out there, and let's get it. And um. You know, hopefully we find ourselves in the situations again. You know, I think here in two weeks, we play again in that BBL game. Then we got the playoffs rolling around. We just want to, yeah, we just want to be able to be in in position. You know, we want to be in position to get something done. So,
0: yeah. I spoke to um, to Blake Bowman before, before the lunch trophy final. And he's a guy that's lived in Derby his whole life. And he was talking about how much it would mean, to be able to bring silverware to that club, to all the fans, everybody who cares so deeply about it, I mean, describe that feeling of in front of all those derby fans being able to win them summit.
1: Man, it was good because I like I I've been like Blake, Blake and Charlie. Um, I known them boys since they was like sixteen. I remember I seen uh when I came up here on my visit, like before I even signed, I saw them two young boys like just playing, practicing. Like it's crazy now because they were maybe 19, 20 or something. Now I mean, I they might be older than that. They still seem young, but it's like I seen them grow up and then it's like I seen, you know, Charlie's family around, Blake's family around all the time. Then we got the same fans that come and do the tuck shop, uh, come do the the juniors coaching, uh, do Minnie's coaching on a Saturday, um, picking us up to practice CJ doing all the, the, the coaching in the community. Um you know, seeing, like, there's a core of fans that's always there. And then there's always, like, the young kids and then the new fans and stuff like that, man. We just wanted to win for them. And, and it was packed in there, that game. I remember, like, it was just uh, down in Sheffield. It was just a lot of fans there. Um, and we got it done for them. And then to hear people like Blake and them, like, who's really giving a lot to the club, Blake Jr. Ain't, ain't left. You know, he's down the road now in Leicester. But, you know, if Darby had a BPL team, I, I'm sure Blake would, you know, would have would have stuck around. I feel like he's Darby through and through. So hear him talk about that and see all the other, you know, thoroughbred Dar- Darby guys, you know, even Matt, you know, Matt, he's been here. He won a title with, um, with the trailblazers just to see him get back on, get back on the, um, uh, on the map a little bit, so to speak, you know, starting to get some respect again, like what she deserves, you know, um, uh, he puts in real work. And I feel like sometimes a lot of people that do that get overlooked, you know, people on our team, you know, players, things like that. They deserve it. Heem's a derby guy. I feel like he's put some time in here before uh he moved bounced around to the BBL and stuff like that. Leighton, Derby guy. He deserves to be a champion too. Like <clears throat> so just to win that, it, it meant a lot to a lot of people.
0: And I was glad I was part of it. Sure. So So you did law and ethics in college at Lipscomb, right? Right, right, yeah. It was my undergrad degree, yeah. And then came to Northumbria and went with coaching and development. Was that a big you know, you're thinking years and years down the line with that? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Um just
1: just yeah, years and years yeah, probably just whenever I get done playing, like I just figured that's probably uh you know, there was a small um you know, some of the other things that I kinda wanted to do kinda it seemed to be too big of a commitment, really, if I wanted to play as well. So, when I was looking at the choices, I felt like that kind of fit. Uh, it kind of lined up most with what I wanted to do when I get done playing. Um, <clears throat> this is like the kind of stuff I want to get into: um, coaching, obviously, like basketball, and then like um, strength training and things like that. Being able to coach and then just being able to like more so like developing, counseling, kind of things like that. uh, it kind of got into those things as well. So it was, it was an interesting um, post-grad degree for sure. Uh, but yeah, definitely helped to put it to use when, when it's all said and done with the basketball stuff. So um, yeah, it was, it was interesting, man. Uh, I, th- I think it will, like, like you said, it went to coach, it would into like just different aspects of coaching, developing, like even counseling, um, which I think all come in handy. Like when you're trying to relate to people, when you, when you're dealing with people in general. So, um, yeah, I'm hoping to use it. Yeah. here, Here's not, not too soon. I mean, hopefully I got a couple more high level years of basketball left in me. And then after that, kind of see what I can do with that.
0: Um, uh, but yeah. Are you doing academy coaching now? Am I right about that? Yeah. How yeah, are you finding yeah. That,
1: man? yeah. Yeah. No, it's good, man. It's good. Like, uh, it's different. Like the, the, the stuff I do, I'm more so kind of focused on like the weight training and stuff like that. Um, I get to see him like twice a week. And we just go through, like, different circuits and things like that. And I'm also in a course now trying to get my uh, my level three. I did my level two uh, last year. But it's just, like, over time, just taking my time, getting different qualifications and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, I do uh, – I see them twice a week, and we just – we do lifts and things like that. And I'm trying to improve on that as well. But, uh, yeah, no, it's good, man. And um, – you know, hopefully down the road, I can kind of do some basketball coaching as well, which is something I want to do. But, I, I mean, I really like the the weightlifting stuff. You know, I do some PT stuff as well, um, like on the side. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, the academy coaching is good, though. I, I mean, I like that demographic, too, that, that they hungry. Most of the kids that age are, you know, if they're in the academy, they're definitely trying to take basketball to, uh, you know, a different level. So, it's nice to be able to get around that kind of hunger again, like, seeing what you was like when you was you know that you know back then when you're trying to just get started get your foot you know get your foot in the door get it going so i do enjoy it though so it is good
0: so what what's the dream with that is it going post career we're going academy coaching assistant coaching pro coaching what was the what's the dream scenario after your playing career
1: the uh, dream the dream scenario man i just just coaching though just like just staying around the game staying around like just Helping kids like achieve their dream, I feel like uh, helping them take those steps. Cause I had somebody with me, um, when I was young. Like I had it was a it was a lot of people that, but but they were with me most of the steps of the way. Like they wasn't with you every day. You gotta have some internal drive and everything. But it's nice when you got coaches and stuff that are really like invested in trying to help you. You know, re you know, reach that next level. And they just look like love basketball and stuff. You know, I, I love basketball. And, I want to see like kids, you know, make it to that next level uh, and kind of show them what it takes. So, dream scenario, just coaching in any situation. But I would like to be like a shrift coach or, um, like just a uh, like a health and wellness, like well being. You know, this this covers a little bit of everything. But that that's kind of what the dream scenario, even if that's in like a professional setting or or working with like the demographic I'm working with now, like which I feel like would be more rewarding, but just helping people get back on their feet as well. You know, I kind of deal with that a lot in the job I do on the side now, like helping older people that are like uh, maybe rehabbing, maybe have like some coming back from some cardio issues, like cardiovascular issues and stuff like that. Just giving them like light uh, cardio plans, like resistance training plans and stuff like that. So just anything in that field really, like I'm kind of, you know, I don't have, like, no dreams of being, like, uh, just doing something, you know, too I just want something steady, something that's going to bring me some happiness and that's in the joy, in, I mean, in the field that I enjoy, like, and that's probably more so what I would like to be doing. So nothing too lofty, but the dream would just to be working in that field, making a good living, like, just helping people get in shape and have their lives improve, really, and then being around the kids that want to, you know, play ball. Like, I want to stay around basketball and things like that, so. Kinda of wide kinda of wide open, but yeah, that's that's kinda of what I see. But
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's good that you have that. You know, I know it's a while down the road, but a lot of people don't think about their post playing career until, you know, a year or two before retirement and they retire and they go, Oh wait, hold on, I've got another like forty years to navigate now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got a long time, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Hopefully, uh that's what I'm saying. I probably should give it a little bit, you know, more more thought, but I definitely have thought about it. Uh and kind of got an idea of what I want to do. So Um, hopefully it works out, yeah. So
0: let's bring it back to the present day then and the nearer future. Semi-final of the BBL Trophy in Derby. What are you expecting that building
1: to look like? I mean, I I, I remember the last time we played Bristol at home, which we almost had, you know, it was a good game. They just, it's that attrition, you know, they're just pounding on you the whole game and you can just tell, you know, they practice Five days a week. This, you know, we, we learned from that, though. We got to, um, you know, we just got to be ready. But, at the like, I remember the last game when we played Bristol, like, this, the crowd. I mean, there was so many people in there. Uh, we had to bring out extra seating on the floor. Uh, you know, just the loudness. Like, we would make a run. I mean, just the crowd. I just can't. You know, it's going to be exciting. You know, we got to give them something to get behind. Obviously, we got to play well, make some shots, you know to get them into it. But once, I mean, we had the crowd into it last time. I mean, it was unbelievable. Like I know some, uh, you know, just our venue was smaller, but I feel like that's an, that's an advantage, you know, for us, as far as just like having the crowd behind you on top of you, you know, just backing you up. And then, uh, you know, you're more familiar with the court, uh, you know, obviously, but um, man, I'm expecting it to be, you know, uh, I think a bit better than that. You know, we've had a lot of even our last game. You know, it wasn't our best showing, uh, but it was packed in there. I'm sure it'll be a lot more people in there than it was last weekend. So uh, it's gonna be crazy. I feel like we just got to give them something to get behind and uh, get them into involved in the game. So it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good.
0: You're taking on the Caledonia Gladiators. For a, they're vying for for a home country final. They're they're gonna come in and want it. What what have you guys got to do to to upset them? Man,
1: well, we we got a match they they hunger and intensity you know plus a little bit more just because we probably get we're giving up a lot of size i mean they one of the bigger teams in the BBL i feel like as far as just uh their front line they just got a, they got a bunch of big guys but Plymouth was big as well um but <clears throat> we just got to come physically physically ready like just ready to box out ready to rebound ready to like physically do them things that we got to do to to be in the game and then tactically we just got to be sound like can't really turn the ball over too much the way we play we're bound to turn it over a couple of times we try to you know push the ball and things like that and get quick scores so you know we're gonna turn it over a little bit but you don't want to have too many turnovers none of, no 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 one forced turnovers and things like that uh and then yeah we got to be ready to knock down some shots I feel like them is just the big the, the you know the big things is being physically ready um just being solid like tactically and then just you know getting in the gym just Get some shots of being ready. Cause we are, like you said, we at home, we kind of got to take advantage of that. and just uh, be ready to knock down some jumpers. And I think that'll give us as much a chance as anything, you know, hopefully we got some, some sound reps in the building. And then we got some, Uh, and then when we got our fans, I mean, I think sure we, we have a chance. So, and that's all we want. We just want a chance at the end of the game to be hanging around and then have a chance to go for it. But, just playing well in general. I mean, we played Plymouth. Uh, you know, we won pretty not handily, but you know, it was a um, it was a game we came in ready for. So it's like if we come but why it's a win, don't... wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, why do I... exactly? Yeah. So if we come in ready, why not believe we can do that again? You know, we just gotta come in ready, not, not have any preconceived you know ideas about how the game should be. If we just come in play hard, you know, we, we should be okay. I feel like so.
0: And that's a that's a game against a team that just had a double win weekend in the BBL. You know, it's it's a, it's a good BBL team you played.
1: Yeah, yeah, Well, wow. Like like you said, man. Like like we, I watched some of the games and they beat. Uh, they beat Newcastle and Surrey, so those are two you know solid BBL teams. That was a solid win, like you said, man. A solid win, and we just gotta maybe even look at the game back and see what we did well, which I'm sure we have individually. We haven't done that as a team, but we kind of tend just to move on to the to the next game, but. You know, I think we can kind of just uh you know, take a lot from that. Like you said, man, that's a that was a that's a good win against a good BBL team. So uh we should uh we shouldn't be feeling inferior, I feel like, to anybody. We should just come in and have the same mindset like we usually do. I feel like it's not a problem for us, like I was saying earlier, just the type of people we have on the team have a lot of quiet confidence and just, you know, have been in them
0: situations before. So I think we'll be we'll be ready. So so picture the scene then. Yeah, the buzzer sounds <laughs> He yeah. win the game. Darby goes absolutely <laughs> crazy. How does that feel?
1: It feels crazy. You know, it feels crazy. I'm sure there'll be some. Uh, you up on the scores
0: table?
1: Oh, uh, uh, yeah. See, I don't know if I can do the Pat Bev and get him to the scores table or not. It's not the Pat Bev now, man. It. That's
0: the D wave. That's yeah, the D I mean, wave. Right, right. <laughs> He's claimed yeah, it
1: New man. Wade, started pumping, yeah. Pumping my chest, But, nah, I mean, uh, it, it'll be crazy. It's not a final or anything, but I'm sure there'll be some uh, prosecco on the court somewhere. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, we'll go to the Blue Jay. That's our, our um, um, you know, our pub that we go to now. We used to go to a place called the Darwin, but you know they closed down. Um, you know, shout out to them. They showed us a lot of love over the years. It's crazy. They they closed down it's right after uh, right after Christmas uh, or New Year's. Sorry. But, yeah, we go to the Blue Jay. It'll be packed in there. People will be drinking, you know, some, uh, you know, some neck oil, some Beaver Town neck oil, some, you know, there'll be some Peronis being poured, you know, probably some Madre. Is that what it's called? Madre? People Madre. drink. Oh, yeah. 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 Stuff, man. Man. I'm sure. Yeah. So, so it'll be, man, it would be crazy be pandemonium in there if we win. But, you know, <laughs> we just got to, we got to focus up and, uh, you know we would you know we'll have to focus i mean even after we beat plymouth we found you know so that's just one thing about our club is we find a way to to celebrate things which i do enjoy you know um you know after we beat plymouth somebody found a, a spoons um so we we went in there and had a good time but so can't imagine we were, that was too oh. hard
0: to find a pub in plymouth
1: nah, nah, it was, it was <laughs> right, right around the corner so uh <laughs> uh but yeah man so hopefully hopefully um Man, it'd be a, it'd be unbelievable if we won that. But you know, you gotta stay focused and and uh you know we gotta take care of business. Um, you know, we got a game, but another big game before that as well. So we just want to be locked into everything, man. And uh, you know, these are the
0: type of situations we want to be in. So
1: we'll
0: keep it rolling. Well, without without revealing any any bias, kind of love for the gladiators, they're a great team. I hope you have that. I hope you have that yeah. night, man. <laughs> yeah, I just for you.
1: It, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we appreciate that for sure, man. Because I know you you up there, uh, just right up the road, you know, covering Leicester. So, um, yeah, you know, you rooting for the Midlands. So, hopefully, we get
0: it done, man. Hopefully, we get it done. Awesome, man. Well, appreciate your time today. I appreciate how how open you've been, how much time you're giving me as well. It's been great, man.
1: No, no, anytime, bro. I appreciate you. I mean, uh, even last year, I mean, you uh, you showed a lot of love, uh, and you seemed, to, I mean, you really love the game. You know that's a that's another. There's a lot of people that cover it, but uh, you seem to do it like in depth and things like that, and kind of just you know you look out for a lot. Um, what separates you in? I mean, we appreciate it as well. So I mean, I, I'm glad you had me on, for real,
0: bro. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Appreciate your time. So that's all we've got time for today, then, for the CJ Sports Podcast. If you enjoyed, please make sure to share this around. And until next time, goodbye. Thank mm-hmm. you.